take me back when I was a kid. Never had to worry about what I did. But I'm a man now. What's the plan now? Gotta get it done. No time for fun now. Take me back. in a swimming pool like that. Uh, what up what up what up Mike Young here stories that need to be told episode who knows 27 episode 3 of volume 3 or 4 of 3 episode 5 volume 3 last one was Gabriel Rosato Gabriel Rosato talked boxing it was all you know ever since Ali passed away we've been talking a ton of boxing but I feel like I, I got it out of my system. I got all the talk of boxing I need out of my system. Talked about it on Jerry Ferrara's podcast. Talked about it with Gabriel Rosado, who is an actual professional fighter slash actor. But back to slash boxer. Real boxer. And here we are, man. And this is just the way Hollywood is. I told you guys last time I was prepping to pitch the Kanye West pitch. This was going to be the first time I was going to meet Kanye West. We were all set up to go to Netflix. It was all set up. We're going into Netflix. President, CEO of Netflix, set for the meeting. I'm taking pictures of the meeting, of the list of who's in the meeting when I get the list because I'm just, I was, I'm open like that. And I, I open, I, I put it on Instagram. I'm like, look at who's coming. What a meeting. Mike Young, Barry Waldman, Kanye West, David Nutter, Emmy winning director. Guess who didn't show up physically? Dun, 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 easy, baby. <laughs> Kanye West. He, the meeting set for a Thursday at 4 o'clock, and Wednesday at 1 o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call from his cousin, Ricky, and Ricky says, and I can hear it in his voice, and he's got like a little panic going, and he's like, yo, man, I don't know what to do, man. Kanye, yo, yay, double booked, yay, double booked. I'm like, how do you? We've had this on the books for like four weeks, literally. Oh, probably longer. Longer. I mean, the project's been going on forever, but I mean, this actual meeting has been on the physical books for about two and a half weeks. Like the date was set, the time was set. Easily. You know what I mean? Easily. <laughs> Easily. Easily. How do you double book? Now look, I get it, man. I ain't hating, uh, but I'm hating. <laughs> Because I get it. You are a huge star. Probably the biggest rap name in the game right now. Like, literally selling out tickets to all over planet Earth. Every show he does is sold out. Everything he does, the media pays attention to. But I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around why you wouldn't want to just put the effort in to a TV show that you're the executive producer of. Like, why not? And I think what bums me out and probably why I have a cold right now is Kanye West blew my immune system. <laughs> like stressing out over that meeting literally has fu- has messed with my immune system and, and it happens. That's a thing, yeah, for sure. It's a real thing. I've like I remember one time I drove home from Chicago in a snowstorm and I was so scared the whole time driving that by the time I got home I had the flu. Yeah. I started out healthy, I white knuckled for 4 hours and I gave myself the flu. Uh, it doesn't happen often, and I don't have the flu, but I just like I have a stuff. Like Kanye gave me a stuffed nose, so excuse me. I made Mike Young sick. You know what I mean? That's the next song. Yo, check it. 
I could do so much ish. I make Mike Young sick. Skip a meeting because I don't just give a shit. Don't matter because I'm the best. I do what I want because I'm Kanye West. Word. That's probably what he woke up and wrote. Probably not because he doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> but the bottom line is, 1 o'clock in the morning, we get the call. Kanye's not making the meeting. So right. it. I, I swear to God, it's like, in a way, I was relieved. Because I'll tell you what, in my mind, he was never making the meeting. I was fully prepared for him to not make the meeting. I have never in this whole eight-month process, one-year process of whatever it's been, crafting, writing, working on this thing for him, I've never once heard from him or thought I, I wasn't sure we had him the only the only the only fact I knew was that his name and my name were on the contract together with with the Warner Brothers we were signed on and by the way to add salt to the wound because we didn't sell it to Netflix he had Kanye he's definitely he's got something in his deal a kill fee so he still gets money he gets paid off of us not selling it and that's you know what I mean? how you stay on top, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. So all you kids out there looking to get into Hollywood, do yourself a favor. Try to not sell things <laughs> and just have a kill fee written into your contract. And just every year, don't sell two or three shows and you'll be rich. Yeah, I mean, when you texted me pretty much right after you got that phone call and I thought that meant that the meeting was off. I was thinking it was going to be off. Because all of a sudden, everybody goes into panic mode, and Kanye's not coming. And we know that the reason we know the reason that the head of Netflix is coming is to meet Kanye, is because Kanye's showing face. So out of respect, he's going to show face. And all the phone calls were made in the morning, and they decided that Kanye West was going to call into the meeting. And that it was worth it for Warner's, Warner Brothers to have him phone it in. Literally. Literally phone it in. Yes. So... It's like, I don't get the yes that we're going in until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So all morning, I'm thinking, you know what? F it. I'm done. We're not going in. Call me in a month when Kanye's got his schedule straight. I told I told one of our producers, I said, it does, it's not worth it for me to go in without him. Because this is our one shot. You have one shot to sell something to a place like Netflix. And I wasn't down with it. So... One of the call back and forth, back and forth. They decide, oh, Kanye's going to call in. That's still good. I'm thinking, oh, great. Wait till they try to get a hold of Kanye on a telephone. <laughs> this guy could be on a, on a make-believe spaceship. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think they get service in space yet. So they decide we're going to the we're going to the meeting, and I've been prepping the pitch. You know what I mean? The day before I ran it at lunch. The, that night I ran it by ten people. I said it out loud. The pitch was pretty damn airtight. So whatever, we go to Netflix, everybody's kind of half in a good mood and half bummed out that Kanye didn't come, and I'm kind of bummed out because my boy who's, you know, who set Kanye up on this thing, he kind of just didn't wrangle him, like, go get him, you know what I mean, let's, let's get him. Anyway, we get to the meeting, we say our hellos, the CEO and head of Netflix is not in the meeting, because Kanye's not in the meeting, so now they're down to like two people, two executives, one of them's got the power to buy, and one of them's like uh, like a development executive. Both super cool, super nice dudes, really smart guys. We get in there, <clears throat> excuse me, we get in there, David Nutter, Emmy Award winning director, he's to my left, 
Barry Waldman, the guy that put us all together to my right, and Ricky, Kanye's cousin. He's to my he's to my immediate right, actually. And so first thing, order of business is, how are you? Nice to meet you. Thanks for being here. We're so excited to tell this story. Let's get Kanye on the phone. Here we go. Ring, ring. So now we start to dial from Netflix uh, board. They have like a thing in the middle of a conference room. So we're trying, and, it's, and like the speaker system, you can hear the dialing going on. So we call Kanye. We don't get through on the first call. All right, let's just give it another shot, because for sure he knows we're calling. I mean, why he would never not be on the phone. <laughs> so we call him again, and it doesn't go through. And now we're all looking at each other like, well, this is just that Hail Mary that we're going to throw. And so <clears throat> we decide, I decide, because I'm ready to pitch, and I'm not going to sit here looking like an idiot trying to call Kanye all day and not getting a hold of him. It's just, let's just pitch. Here we go. Here's the idea. So here I go. I start the pitch, and I get all the way into the pitch, and the pitch is like, you know, this is, think, Jerry Maguire meets a young Kendrick Lamar. Record executive gets fired from a label. He's got nowhere to go but up. He signs the up-and-coming, unsigned, hottest young artist in Los Angeles, Marcus Sparks, and together they're going to build a label, the label of the future. And I start in, I'm like, one character, Davis, you know, and I say, you know, these two characters are, you know, they're the most unlikely two characters that are, that, that could ever come together. One's a 40-year-old record exec from Beverly Hills, the other a 23-year-old African-American kid from Englewood, California, the baddest kid in the game, but nobody knows it yet. So I'm, I'm pitching, like, dramatically. Right. I start the pitch, I break down the characters, boom, I see Ricky's phone's ringing next to me. It's Kanye. Did he have a special ringtone for Kanye? Yeah, it went do ba da 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 da. I'm not coming to the meeting. Ah <laughs> uh, ah, uh, not coming to the meeting. Ah uh, ah, uh, don't go to meetings. So then that was playing. So we see Kanye is calling. So Ricky gives me the the nudge. I stop the meeting. I go, okay, you guys, you this is a good time because you've heard all the main characters. Let's just get Kanye on the phone. So he, he answers the phone. Puts it on, yo, yay, what up? He's like, yo, yay, what up? Yo, we're in this meeting, man. Yo, thanks for calling. Hold, I'm going to put you on speakerphone. Hold on. Puts the phone down, puts Kanye on speaker. Kanye, we say, yo, what up? What's up? Everyone's like, hey, how are you? Da, da, da. And then I broke, because it was, it was like tense. It was like a little, it wasn't like, it was like a little tense. So to break, because Kanye had just sold all those tickets, I broke the ice and I said to Kanye, I said, yo, man, this is Mike Young, the writer. You know, you, congratulations on selling out Earth. <laughs> every ticket on earth so that kind of, he was laughing and he goes yeah man you know sorry i couldn't be there but yeah you know things have been kind of busy the last two decades right so he was kind of funny you know he was cool he wasn't like an idiot on on the phone he was he was chill he was cool <clears throat> but we had written his intro for him you know because he's busy so we wrote like a little intro for what he should say to Netflix about, you know, I'm so excited about this show, looking forward to making it happen. It's authentic. It's real. I'll get you the best music you've ever seen in your life, and we're going to go make a hit show to that effect. So Ricky, so I say to Kanye, yo, man, I'm just, you know, I'm in the middle of the pitch, so if you want to just say your piece, go ahead, and I'll start, and I'll get back to pitching. So he starts talking, and I could tell that he doesn't have what I wrote for him in front of him, or he didn't even read it. Like, I could tell, because I hear him, like, grumble, like, growling. Like, literally, like, Kanye 
I see now, like, it sounds like he wants to yell. Like, <laughs> it's bubbling under his skin. He's like, nah, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> like, I can hear that he wants, like, he's on the edge of yelling at all times. Which I kind of like, because that's why he's such a sick, amazing artist. But for this phone call, I wasn't looking to get growled at or anything. So he just starts with his own speech, just off the cuff. And he goes, yeah, man, oh, yeah, man, um, you know, um, these characters, man. And right then I know he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I know he didn't read a character. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> I just know... He goes, yeah, man, these characters are just deep, man. They go deep, and these are authentic characters. And look, man, I ain't trying to hate. I'm not trying to hate. I don't want to hate on anybody's TV show. He goes, but this is, I've been through this. You know, me and Ricky have been through this for years. You know, we know what's real. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a cold. He starts going, you know, I've been through the realest. You know, and this is the authentic show. We're going to do this. So, yeah, man, you know, I just, I, like I said, I don't want to hate on anybody, but I'm just telling you, man, this is, I've been through it. Me, the things me and Ricky have seen, nobody knows, man. No, he, and he starts going, nobody knows. Nobody knows how we create art. Nobody knows how I make art. They don't know I'm in the studio making sonic sounds. He used the word sonic. He goes, they don't know I'm making sonic beats. And then I remember hearing, like, that he uses, like, a specific tone in his equalize when he equalizes his music that actually evokes an emotion and i believe it because i heard about this like back in the day producers like jimmy ivy would do things like this in the studio but there's like a certain frequency you could you could record at or play at or or eq at and it, it affects you so he started talking some eq sonic balance shit i was like I don't know what you're saying, bro, but just the fact that Kanye's yelling about something on the phone helps us. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I look across at the two Netflix guys, and they're, they could not be less interested. You know what I mean? I felt like they just, they didn't care. They didn't have them in the room as, as it was planned for a while. You know what I mean? We were going to be a team and go at this. And it looked like they were sort of semi-disinterested. And maybe they weren't. Maybe that's just their resting face. But it didn't seem exciting to them. So Kanye says his piece. I say, when it's over, I said, yo, thanks, man. You know, good good talking to you. I'm going to continue on with the pitch. And he's like, yo, fellas, I'd love to stay on the phone, but I'm actually in the studio right now making this art. That's what he said. I'm making this art. Yeah, and to preface, uh, this happened just 48 hours before the now infamous, famous music video uh, with all the naked celebrities, wax figurines, CGI, whatever that those those people were. So that's what he was working on. This is this is all going down the week that you're supposed to be pitching. I mean, it's uh I'm pitching the most imp- exciting pitch I've had in a long time to the best network that is doing really great stuff. And he is sitting on his driveway with a pit with with a semi truck that's unloading wax figures of celebrities into his house. Naked celebrities. Naked celebrity wax figures are being unloaded into his driveway while he is pacing around near his mailbox yelling about the sound of the sonic art. (laughs) Stories that need to be told. You know what I mean? And this is like... So, first of all, let me just say, all you people that love Kanye's new video, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. At your expense. Yeah, because... (laughs) 
He did that for you so that he didn't have to come to our meeting. <laughs> so I hope that video's dope. I haven't seen the video. I don't no. even know what song it's for. I literally have no idea. Famous. Is that the song where he goes, Taylor Swift, I'm a famous? Yes. Okay, so congratulations, Kanye. You are going to be rich and famous for a long time, but you didn't show up to our meeting, and it hurt. <laughs> However, because I'm used to this business, and there's no rhyme or reason for a lot of things, and I kind of expected you to not come, I wasn't even hurt, bro. And Jordy, you know, I've been talking to you about this for 10 months, whatever it's been, and we've said it multiple times. This has been the project I've been least I've least expected to do anything. Even though it is a dope show and it's a like if I'm not if, if I don't care if I have just by myself writing this thing, it's a good show. You know what I mean? But I understand how the world works and they want Kanye's name and they want him to have it to support. They want him to support the show. That does mean a lot, but the the concept itself is just dope. So I was just always I just was never excited because I knew the concept was dope, but everybody was waiting on Kanye. And that was my brush with Kanye West. I didn't get a pair of Yeezys out of it. Nah. I didn't get a dollar out of it. You know what I mean? I got a cold. <laughs> I got a cold out of it. <laughs> I got like a, I'm thinking about taking a Z-Pack, even though I, my body feels perfectly fine, but I just like have a neck to nose cold. So yeah, man, Kanye West, bro, you didn't show up. What can I say? I'm just lonely old Mike Young sitting behind a microphone, you know, just podcasting away, trying to make a dollar out of 50 cent. I'll bring 50 cent back for this. Absolutely. Have him do a, have him do a battle rap in my, for me. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Take me back when I was a kid Never had to worry about what I did So, you know, just just to break it down Because, you know, most people who are listening to this Haven't been through this type of experience So, you know, you called me I mean, you had texted me after the meeting Saying that it went well That you were really uh, happy with how your pitch went I'm, and I was surprised that the meeting even happened because Kanye wasn't there. But you know, you you went through it. That's you know, that's a testament to to you and and fortitude because that's like going up to you know blindfolded to a firing squad without you know not having your uh, your main guy there. Literally, didn't have my point guard. Yeah. So you know, and then you you said it went great, and then uh, we would probably find out uh, within a week uh, about what the answer would be. So you know. Take, uh, actually, you know, you're not just talking to the audience, you're talking to me now, because I, I, I truly want to know. So, you know, what are the next steps? What happened? With the, What are the next steps with the potential sale of this show, or what, the, how did it happen? Exactly. So just from, from the moment, you know, when we spoke uh, the next day after the pitch, you said it'll be a week, and yeah. then, you know, the next day the we spoke. So if you could just elaborate on everything. So after after the pitch, I did great. I mean, I just, was there three or four beats that I missed? Absolutely. Is it not easy to pitch a television show when you're pitching a Netflix because you pitch a full season or two? It's very difficult, but you go through your beat sheet and you try not to look, stare at the paper. You try to make it exciting. So it's like doing a stand-up routine or a speech. But 
I, I kind of thought I nailed it. I give myself like a, a 8.2 out of 10. I missed a few beats of other characters and their trajectory, which is, is to be expected. But the bottom line is they knew what the show was about, and it was very simple. If they wanted that show, they would have bought the show. It right. wasn't about my pitch. It wasn't, you know what I mean? If they would have seen, I believe, if they would have seen Kanye West walk in that room and be passionate about this show and have our back and say, I am bringing in the cameos, I am bringing in the season, you know, I'm bringing it in for you guys. If, if, if they would have seen that, I think things would have been different. But instead, we got two busy phone calls, then a 30-second convo with Kanye. I went and I nailed that pitch. And there's just no look, man. These people spend millions of dollars to make television shows. They're not gonna. Why would they take a risk on the if come? Since Kanye never came to one single meeting, and his name is the thing that's really the the monster of this. Even though David Nutter's a genius, and they'd be lucky to have him as a director. I'm really the low name on this thing. But why would they risk millions of dollars when they're not even sure that this guy can come to a meeting? I'm sure that His, that, that was the litmus test. I'm sure. It has to be. You know what I mean? That why why I wouldn't if I'm a businessman and I got I'm spending money on something and I'm it's like, "Yo, you're going to put this dude's name on it." Awesome, man. Bring him in so I can just tell him like, "We're so excited. We're going to have you, you know, we're going to have you working with us. We're going to get these cameos. You're going to make those phone calls for us, right? Is that cool with you?" You got. I'm sure you've got like 50 of the greatest tracks nobody's ever heard that we can use for the for the series. That's gonna work too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the type of thing that a network who's gonna spend millions of dollars they they want to hear that. Oh yeah. And they didn't get that. And so I'm with Netflix. I'm not buying it because guess what I found out after. Netflix has a, a has a hip hop series that they're developing. That's set in the 70s in the Boogie Down Bronx, and Baz Luhrmann, the genius director, he's directing it. Yeah. So why would they take two projects on the, on at the same time when we're, when we don't even have our guy could show up for a meeting? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they're gonna take that risk of the of the multi you know ten million dollar risk, he should have showed up, man. He should have showed up. I mean, I'm not an angry dude, and I'm not even angry. It's, people, my brother's like, you're not even angry. Like, you know, everyone's like, you're, you're so calm and cool about it. Because I expected it. So I had to look at this whole process as a, the whole time all, all, all I was looking at it as is a giant writing exercise. You know what I mean? It is just, it's almost like practice. So now, guess what? The door's open for me at Netflix. I'll be going back in there with some other projects I already know. <clears throat> so what happened? So the so the meeting was on a Wednesday, right? Meetings on a Wednesday. We hear nothing on Thursday. A oh, after the meeting, we go out in the hallway with Warner Brothers and Barry and Ricky, and they're excited. They're like, "Great job, Mike! Great job! You did great!" And I'm I'm thinking, thanks, you know, whatever. Thanks. I'm not gloating myself. I'm, whatever. I can't wait to go home and start the rest of the day. You know what I mean? I literally went home and I started writing a, a TV thing for Bob Saget. Right. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? I literally went right home and went back to work. I didn't think of it as anything other than it was a moment. I did what I could do. I could honestly, with all my heart, I could say I left it all on the field, you know, and that was all I could do. They were like, great job, great job. And Warner Brothers, the last thing they said was, you know, if they want this show, this will be the team that they do it with. But they don't, you know, they don't, they don't know. They don't know. They're just, too, they're executive dudes. They don't really know, you know, they don't, they, no one knows. I knew, in my heart, I was, I never felt like we were going to sell it. 
I felt like Kanye at one o'clock in the morning the night before not coming to this, not saying he's not making it wrecked us. It just wrecked everything. You know what I mean? It wrecked everything. It really did, man. I would have rather rescheduled because I really thought him coming in the room was worth it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a good look. It, it's, it's a bad look, and it's a bad look, you know, on us, for us. It's just a bad look. Like, what are we trying to trick him? What are we going to put his name on the paper for the meeting for? What are we trying to trick Netflix? No, no one's trying to trick, you know, we heard he was coming. Yeah, it's like if Kevin Durant wanted to get a meeting with the Knicks and Carmelo Anthony said he was coming and then one in the morning didn't show up. He ain't signing to the Knicks. No. That's it. And Durant's not going to that meeting if he finds out Melo's not going. Absolutely. So, yeah, that that happened. So Thursday goes by, and, I, you know, I'm getting calls from people. How'd it go? How'd it go? And I was like, I never said it. You know, I said it went as well as it could have gone without Kanye. And everyone's like, oh, he didn't show? Then I had to tell that story. He didn't show. So bottom line is Thursday goes by. We're feeling okay. You know, Kanye's cousin texts me. He's like, yo, we should be good. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Friday comes and I get the call from our producer Barry and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "Netflix passed." Okay, cool. That's what I figured they'd do. Yeah, Netflix passed. You know, I mean, looking back, I mean, we can say this and that, but I think it was just uh, kind of you know amateur hour with you know with Kanye not showing up. It just kind of hurt, you know. I said, "Dude, it's all love, bro. You brought me in this mix." I'm I'm happy to be here. We got a great team. It's too bad. You know, let me let me know what you want to do after this. So Netflix passed and where it stands is we're going to pick three networks. You know, I don't feel good about. I mean, it's a great show, but I'm thinking who why who's going to who's going to pick it up? There's already a show about hip hop coming out called Atlanta with Childish Gambino, you know the dude uh Donald Glover? Yes. He's dope, you know. There's that show. Baz Luhrmann's doing his hip-hop thing. See, what it is is all these networks jump on a bandwagon. So when Straight Outta Compton becomes a huge hit, all these clown-ass people go, Oh my God, maybe the next big thing is hip-hop. When they didn't realize that the shit has always been dope and it's going to be good if you release it in 2016 or 2031. Or 1999. It's just going to be dope anyway. Right. You know what I mean? So for them, you know, so for them to, you know, everyone jump on this hurry up hip hop bandwagon, it's just, it's just, a, it just, it just bums me out because it's just a bunch of followers, you know, it's just a bunch of followers. We need to start our own network. If anybody out there wants to invest a million dollars a piece, we'll start a hundred million dollar TV network and that's it. Yeah, we'll call Coca Cola. So you know, I'll go out there and talk to some oil people in Dallas. We all, we only have two sponsors, Coke and oil. I mean, it's these clown ass mother effers. It's tough. It's it, the thing about there's so much to do with this business. About it's like right place, right time. You know, and it's and you could m- miss by you know, a matter of weeks, just if, if something pops. I remember the first meeting that we ever had on this project. Remember Santa Monica in that conference room? This is like two years ago. We, it was with, like, Barry and Ricky. This is when Ricky put all those uh, those artists on tape, Meek Mill and 
and Drake, yeah, and, Wale, right, and that was like the first meeting from that, and you know, I remember, I remember uh, being like. You know, hey, so did you guys hear about this show Empire that's coming out? I mean, it's it it's you know a couple months away, but it just got announced that Lee Daniels is doing this uh, this show. So, I mean, obviously that's basic cable, Fox, right. and that's you know, but the fact that that you know that flag was planted before we even got off the ground, that's you know, it's something to contend with, even if it's it's not in the same you know. On the yeah, same the, planet, it's right, in the same universe. Right, that's a dramatic, operatic storytelling Soap thing opera. set against a musical background. And yes, so bottom line is everybody jumped on the bandwagon, and we were our, our timing was off by a year and a half. Period. You know, and that being said, if you went, if we went into production tomorrow, the show would be a hit. So all I care about is make great content. F your timing. I don't want to hear about all timing because timing is based on people following and jumping on bandwagons. Um, speaking of timing, uh, our boy Troy, the cameraman who's going to shoot me and you and our next guest, mm-hmm. he's he's in the hall. Should I invite him in and just let him chill in here or let him just hang out there for a little bit? Yeah. Let's... I'll let him hang out there for a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. you know, to me, the top three networks that I think that this project would be best at would be... HBO, Amazon, and maybe like an outlier would be like a Stars or a Cinemax. I mean, only because I like Showtime, but they've got that Cameron Crowe show, Roadies, so that's in like the music world. Right. Um, you know, I, I really like Amazon that they, you know what they what they're taking on, but I'm sure that's in the similar Netflix model of mm-hmm. uh, season arcs. I mean, you you know very well about what HBO is is about, but they've had a, a bit of a turnover, so they might be looking for uh, some new content. But I mean, it's it's a shame because it is it is a great project, you know. The good listen. The good news with HBO is there's new a new regime in there, and Casey is the, now the new president, who I'm super cool with. And he, you know, I talked to him, you know, a month ago, and he's like, "Yo, any you know, the doors open, so come on in." And hopefully, you know. HBO, we can get that'd be incredible to go back to HBO. You know, they initially passed when Michael Lombardo was the president over there. You know, he passed on it, but passed I, on this project. I think so. I think so. I can't. Didn't didn't we go to HBO on this? Wasn't that? I mean, there's been a couple of projects for HBO, but I mean, th- did I go to HBO on this? I actually can't even remember, I man. I, I don't know that. I've had so many meetings. I'm upside down. I thought that this was the first pitch. For the label, I, I thought that that this is what has been building up to it. Netflix. I mean, no, no, we had a couple. We had no Amazon passed, hmm. and Netflix passed. Yeah, so that's those were the, the Amazon, Netflix, and maybe one other one we went to. But and Kanye yeah, didn't go to any of those. None, hmm. none, zero, no phone call, no showing up, nothing. You know. We talked about him in all the meetings. Yo, he's he's gonna be in, right? He's definitely got our back, right? Nah. So, I guess when you get that big, that's just what you do. I don't know, man. I know, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is a friend of mine. I know if Leo set up a meeting and he was set to go, he goes to the meeting as a gentleman, you know. Otherwise, he doesn't book himself at the meeting, you know. Totally. And I gotta be honest, he's a pretty busy dude. 
you know, kind of a busy guy for the next 18 years coming, you know, saving the earth ain't easy. No. You know, stopping, you know, global warming is kind of a full-time job in between acting in hundred million dollar films. So, you know, for you as... And by the way, Kanye, you know, he was like chirping Leo's ear off one night for two hours. You know, you think my boy wants to hear that all day? <laughs> you know, you can't make a meeting, but you're going to go chirp, chirp the ear off? So, for you, you've got, you know, there's only so much that you can focus on at once. And obviously you've got... That's uh, why I have a cold. Yeah, probably. I mean, you've got a couple projects in the television space, a couple projects in the film space. So, what's it like, and this is, we can wrap up on this, like, what's it like to, to have to reshuffle the deck a little bit? How do you refocus yourself and your energies and, you know, not be like which is good i like that uh, that you're saying like oh there's nothing that i really could have done on this project to to make a big difference so you you just kind of like put that this project back on the shelf and you know where what do you see coming next for your progression for projects i think well kanye literally the, uh, this whole pitch goes into the kanye folder on my computer i put it away it goes away it's like a relief I put it in the folder. Right. If we have any other meetings, they're going to be easy because I'm not pitching a full season anymore. I'm pitching the concept and the pilot. That I could do that blindfolded. Kanye, you're going in the folder right now. My next, The next film thing, I turned in my 1970s gangster New York garment district movie, and the producers called me, and the head, one of the heads over at Sony digs it. So we'll figure out next steps as far as, far as attaching and moving forward to God bless God willing, make that like my next feature that we shoot. So that's done and off the table and in the hands of the of the producers. And then the Bolivian one that I was hired to write about the uh, you know the, the drug cartels and the corruption over there and some you know it's kind of like traffic type. That's that'll be done literally tomorrow. I got my last of my notes I'm going over. I will put that to the side. Let the producers handle that. And then I will get back to the focus of, ironically enough, which is my favorite thing, the single mic TV show, which everybody we have showed loves, and that deserves its own shot. And that, and I should have, I should be putting my energies into that. Let oh, that, please. Let that will be my thing. That is gonna. And listen, I'm working on something with Saget, so I'm developing something with Bob. Yeah, we know. And, yeah, and and that's all good. You know what I mean? That's all good. You know, and it's funny and it's great. We're going to pitch that and see what happens. But this, this whole clearing, and this is why I'm going away for two weeks, I want to get back to single mic TV show because I've never shot anything or written anything or done anything that got so many positive responses at one time from high-level people, from Doug Allen, from John Stamos, from Saget, from you, from J you know Jerry, from Danny, from everybody that has seen this thing is like, Oh my God, this is something. Yeah, so it's fresh. It's, it's fresh. And I need to get back to that. But I've been taking the paying gigs and paying off the bills and doing what I got to do. You have to. And so, by the way, I've been digging all the projects. I've been, I'm not writing anything I don't like writing, but this is my baby. Oh, to the I point can't where wait. to the point where I'm literally willing to just spend any money I've made to go shoot it myself. And I don't even know what I'll do with it. Oh, it's going to be but great. I, but it's, I just have to get it going. I'm going to tell you something. You're going to get a kick out of this. Um, my mom, who oh, is no. the complete opposite of the demographic of sing the single mic audience, 
Uh, and my, you know, just to let you guys know out there, ladies and gentlemen, Janet Winter is a very tough critic. She watches a lot of TV, streaming, movies, what have you. She asks me constantly, what happened to Single Mike? When is that going to happen? I can't wait to watch that show. So if you're touching my mom... And Doug Allen. Yeah, like the, <laughs> the, 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 the scope of, of potential for this show. And, uh, you know, and I think that there, there is definitely, you know, since he's such an everyman and, and I know that you guys are, are working, you and Bob are working together on something. It's just there's something so uh, important about making a, a comedy today that has, you know, sentiments that people can truly relate to, not just wish fulfillment or anti-hero or dark comedy. This is this is a real fun show and I'm so happy to hear you say that this this is the next focus. It's the next focus, Jordy. It just is. I'm 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 over I'm over everything else. I just want to get back to what I love and like what comes every day to me. Every day I call you, I'm basically like, single Mike, episode 11. Totally. You know what I mean? Started dating a girl that you accidentally introduced me to at the premiere. Sorry that you're now involved in my relationship with your girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's Ep- true. Episode 13, Saget dates a girl and I've slept with her friend that he f- didn't even know about <laughs> one and a half years ago. Episode it's, 13. It's just... I just ruined Fuller House on Netflix. It's so perfect. I... I think that's something that we have to do perhaps to close the, this volume coming up is a single mic table read or some type of single mic roundtable conversation to just, you know, with, with a, a, a handful of guests just to kind of illuminate how important this particular project is. I wonder if we could play the audio just from single mic. As literally as if we're playing a radio theater, like we're playing radio theater. Oh, absolutely. We could just run the audio. That's what we're going to do for the last episode. We're going to run just the audio so the, so the fans and the, and the people can hear what the show is. And then we'll open up volume four or we'll open up the next episode on a table read for the second episode that I'm going to write. All right. I think that's a great idea. I think people would really enjoy that. And I, I love the concept and... You know, we could even share the link with with fans that want to watch the visuals, and it's a it's that's just, a great idea. Yeah, it's a great show. Prep for that. Let's okay. prep for that. Let's sh- let's share that link with fans that just want to see single mic. If you want to see single mic, you let us know through. How do they let us know? No, you can hit us up at uh, well. There's always at real Mike Young on Twitter, but there's also uh, at Mike Young S T N B T. That uh, you can find us at, and just you know, tell us that you enjoyed this episode and that you want to see the single mic pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At real Mike Young on Twitter, ask for it or stories that need to be told. S T N T B. S T N T B. What is it? S T N T B T. Stories that need to be told. Stories that need to be told. Stories. If you say that a bunch of times, it'll get in your head. Yeah. Stories that need to be told. So, you know, we're going to do that, and I th- I think that people are going to really enjoy uh, Single Mike and just seeing the life of comedy. And, you know, the next episode after this is going to be with uh, a great comedian, Jay Davis. I mean, 
Calling Jay Davis a great comedian, I don't even know if Jay would get down with that, but Jay's a good comedian a and a com- great character in the comedy world. A great comedic personality. Jay is one of the funniest people off stage, and the goal for Jay is let's get him as funny on stage as he is off, because you know, Jay is a classic Los Angeles character, and I'm so psyched to have him on. Because no one tells a better story than this kid. Oh, I can't wait. And you know what's you know what's funny, and I, I I'll tell him this too. I mean, obviously we know each other now uh, because of you. But one of the first comedians that I met when I moved here seven years ago was Jay Davis, because he had a former business partner of mine. They had known each other, and I met him out. And it's just so funny how things come full circle. I love. It's hilarious. You moved out here seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, what did I meet you? Five or six? Ah. Uh... Damn, you must have been semi-fresh in L.A., only here for a year and change. Mm, nah, it's, it was probably like two years. Uh, we've known each other since, I think, 2012. By the way, uh, I'm, I'm sure you have too, but uh, I keep getting, you know how Facebook has these reminders of memories. I keep getting, because every day we were on My Man is a Loser, I posted a picture yeah. on Facebook. So every day I'm getting... Uh, happy four year anniversary! Happy four year anniversary on uh, on your memory of being a my man is a loser. I got a picture of you at the nail salon that you know where Rapport did the you know the manicure pedicure with his wife for the ladies' day, and then you know I've got a picture of me dressed as the DJ, and this, I've got a picture of me, you, and Stamos. Like every day, it's something new. So I mean, you and I. I, I would say probably uh, 2011 is when we met. So it's been a wow. solid five years. Wow. Yo, people still, the bartender at Jones on Santa Monica <laughs> was like, dude, my man is a loser. Me and my wife love that movie. People like the movie. It's a, it's a cult classic in the making. It is, man. It is. Go check it out. It it's is. funny. Yo, I mean, it is, yeah, people... I love that's like my favorite moment when like a stranger knows about that movie or knows about a stand-up guy, either one. But like when a stranger comes up and they compliment you, to me that's just like made my day. Everything's worth it. Whatever, Kanye. Whatever, bro. <laughs> I'll see you somewhere, bro. Comedy is your wheelhouse, and it's it's great that you're you're versatile enough to be able to take on these other jobs and roles. But you know, comedy. Comedy is my thing. It's where I start. It's my dream. It's my life. It's what I saw when I was eight years old. So I do appreciate getting hired to write these dramas. I don't know how the hell I got hired for that. But I think it's, I mean, I got that little bit of hood side. So if people know I know drama. And I always said that if you can write comedy, you can write drama. But it does not work the other way around at all. Right. If you are just a dramatic writer or a dramatic person... Or a dramatic actor, you can't do comedy. But if you can do comedy, you can do anything. We'll leave it on that note. Stories that need to be told. Mike Young signing out. Stories that need to be told. Sorry that we didn't sell it, yo. You know, call call your boy Kanye if you got a problem. Uh, but on to bigger and better things, and we always keep it moving. So, from the studio, Mike Young, peace. <laughs>